the 50% rule went into effect yesterday. So if you're going to renew from January 1st, you have to ask yourself, what would I tell the staff or the board if my CEs were audited? Could I prove that I met the 50% rule? This is the Texas Counselors Creating Badass Businesses podcast with Dr. Kate Walker, where I teach you, Texans and non-Texans alike, the latest research-based information to hit your income goals, stay out of trouble, and make a bigger impact in your community. Join me and let's fill the gaps in access to mental health care and create a counseling career you'll love. Let's get to work. Welcome to Texas Counselors Creating Badass Businesses, where it's all about working smarter, not harder. And here's your host, Dr. Kate Walker, who believes in your success. Welcome to episode 68. I'm going to take you through all of those CE changes that LPCs and LMFTs have been stressing about in 2024. And I want you to listen all the way to the end. And I'm going to give you information about how to register for the free one CE webinar in February with the amazing blogger, influencer, and SEO expert, Jenny Melrose. Now let's get to work. Welcome to 2024, and that means so much for us regarding CEs, but it's not as hard as you think. I'm Dr. Kate Walker. Welcome to our first training of the new year, and let's get to work. So remember, as a Step It Up member, you can join me live without Facebook. You just go to your Kate Walker training profile, and the Zoom link is there, and that way you can ask me questions in real time. If you are not on Facebook, it's hard to tag me afterwards, right? I mean, you have to be in the Facebook group, but you don't have to have the Facebook group just to be in the Step It Up membership. You can have all the perks of the Step It Up membership without Facebook. It's just, if you have questions after the fact and you want to tag me or you want to tag my assistant, Jennifer, and you know ask questions about this training here, it's easiest to do it, of course, in the Facebook group. But hey, we'll figure out a way. So again, my name is Dr. Kate Walker, and I'm going to talk about the 2024 changes that are live regarding CEs. Spoiler alert, it's not as hard as you think it is. I'm going to make it very clear. You're going to have a clear understanding by the end and hopefully know exactly what to do with all of your CEs that you need to have every renewal cycle. And don't forget, if you're watching this on a replay or listening to this on the podcast, first of all, go you, go you, because you're taking time out of your day to get smarter and doing, I've heard it's a new term now, it's called micro learning. So you're doing your micro learning for 2024. That's awesome. I will be doing some screen shares, but you know me, I'm going to talk you through every single thing that I show. So don't feel left out. If you're watching me live or you're watching me on a replay, hopefully this will clear up any confusion you might have about the new criteria for Texas LPC CEs as the new rules stand. All right. So this is not hard to remember. 
In fact, these rules for LMFT, they went into effect in 2023. So I believe it was March 2023, the new CE rules went into effect for LMFT. We had a lot of new rules roll out and they went into effect for LPC as well in 2023. But the 50% rule, that's the specific rule I'm going to be talking about today, that actually did not go into effect until yesterday. So January 1st, 2024 is when LPCs need to start thinking about that ratio, the number of CEs they have from a designated provider type. So I will talk about that. I had a question last week, and it was a great question. Somebody asked me, okay, so are they going to grandfather you in? Well, this isn't really grandfatherable, Because like, let's say you renew in March this year. So March 31st, 2024, and you get picked for an audit. Well, staff is going to look at your renewal and they're going to start looking at your ratio right away. They're not going to say, oh, well, this person finished all of their CEs in December, so they really didn't need any more. They're going to look and say, oh, no, this is a 2024 person. Let's see if they have 50% of their CEs from this type of provider. So I want you to think in terms of what would you say or how would you respond if you were audited in, gosh, January 31st this year? What if you were a January renewer, right? And you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't have 50%. Well, imagine if you were audited, right? How would you respond to that? So I want to dig into more about what is a designated provider. And also another great question I want to get to really quickly is how do you know, right? And I want to talk about that more. And there are a couple of ways. I mean, I hold two licenses. I'm going to tell you how I look for the right courses to count for the 50%. And I hope that helps you guys too. But is as any new rule, anything that has just gone into effect, we have to remember staff has a warming up period as well, right? The staff at the LPC and BHAC and LMFT, they have been trained on what to do and what to ask and what to look for. But remember, they're learning too, because there's no grand list of these designated providers. And you'll see why in just a second. So what I'm showing everybody right now is something super boring. It is my file folder with the rules in it. And I want you to see, I've got some things in here, but the November 2023 rules for LPC and the November 2023 rules for MFT are the latest rules that we have. But I want to show you something. I do keep all the old rules. And if we look, we'll see, we had rule changes in September for MFT and LPC. We had rule updates in June of 2023 for LPC and LMFT. And we had rule updates in March for LMFT and LPC. So I want you to know, as a member of the Step It Up group, I'm always going to make sure you know when these rule updates happen. I'm going to make sure that you know exactly what changed. I mean, sometimes it's like silly stuff like, okay, we went through and checked all the grammar or we made sure that we weren't duplicating rules in certain places. Now, sometimes they'll just go in and do a bunch of cleanup. I know with the last rules update, they went into and kind of sliced and diced the ethics portion of the LPC code. Then they moved them into certain things into their own section. So it just made it easier on the eyes. It made it easier to read, but nothing really new happened. But when I pull up, let's pull up the September LPC rules. 
So if you are watching, you're looking at a copy of the PDF for LPC. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to, I love these. If you watched me teach this before, you know I love the hot links because we just click on it and it takes us right to where we want to go, which is continuing education. There we go, 681.140. So those of you listening, Breathe a huge sigh of relief because that would be super boring. But I am going to draw your attention to some italics that a lot of people don't really check it out, right? Because these are things they were adopted to be effective March 7th, 2023. And those italics, they're really important, right? I always check that, especially when I'm redoing one of my courses I want to make sure that I pay attention to those italics because it'll tell you when these rules go into effect. So let me open the latest ones. And again, I'm going to go to those hot links. So we want to get to the requirements for continuing education. And here's the letter F. Again, we're back here. If you're listening, we're looking at 681.140. And we're looking at what I refer to as the 50% rule. This is letter F. And I know I'm scrolling past that, but I'm going to draw your attention to letter K. Letter K says subsection F of this rule is effective January 1st. 2024. And it was probably there in the last rules I looked up, but I missed it. So let's review. I'm drawing your attention to the italics. Always look at the italics because the italics will tell you when that rule is to go into effect. And the LPC board made doubly sure that we understood everything went into effect in 681.140 in March 7th of 2023, except the 50% rule. The 50% rule went into effect yesterday. So if you're going to renew from January 1st, you have to ask yourself, what would I tell the staff or the board if my CEs were audited? Could I prove that I met the 50% rule. So I thought that was very important that that's kind of number one, what I wanted to show you because that question does come up. Well, you know, what happens if I renew January 31st? Well, I don't know. You got to make that call, especially if you are getting audited. So let's look at letter F. Licensees must obtain at least 50% of their continuing education hours from one or more of the following providers. Now there are words missing here. Type of provider designated provider, approved provider, authorized provider. Like we have to look at what's missing in the rules almost as much as we have to look at what's there. So because those words are missing, we have to read between the lines a little bit. So what do we know? We know that the LPC board, LMFT board, BHEC, social work, psychology, everybody got out of the CE approving business a couple of years ago, right? That had to do with sunset review, the four-year rules review in the name of efficiency and streamlining and making sure we didn't have backlogs again. They looked and they were did a really good marketing decision, right? They looked and they said, eh, you know what? 
this $50 check that people were writing us to be called approved providers didn't really protect anybody. It didn't mean we went and we started looking at these providers and saying, wow, this person's better than this person, or this person takes care of their records better than this person. So they got out of the CE provider approving business. And they said, you know who does a really good job of taking care of their records, providing CEs? putting out wonderful instruction. And I think they all probably sat down together and they said, these types of providers. So I'm going to drop that word right in your lap, a type of provider. All right. So this is not an approved provider. This is a type of provider. And the metaphor I use is, hey, when I go grocery shopping, I can buy regular oranges or I can buy another type of orange. I can buy an organic orange right? What do I know about an organic orange? Well, supposedly it comes from this better thing and it's grown in this better way and this kind of a better soil without this, right? So without knowing anything about oranges, the word organic helps me look at the quality in a different way. It's a different type of orange, okay? So that's what we're looking at here. We're looking at a different type of provider, not an approved provider, but a type of provider. So we look at the types of providers listed and it's in the rules. So we pay attention where it's not in the rules. We develop best practices and we go to groups like this or we attend consultation groups with our colleagues. So number one type, an international, national, regional, state or local association of medical, mental or behavioral health professionals. Two, public school districts charter schools, or education service centers. Three, city, county, state, or federal government entities. Four, an institution of higher education accredited by a regional accrediting organization recognized by the Council for Higher Education Accreditation, the Texas Higher Education Coordinating Board, or the United States Department of Education. Five, a religious or charitable organization devoted to improving the mental or behavioral health of individuals. Six, a licensee with supervisor status. Hello, that's me, right? Anybody who is a supervisor, it doesn't even say LPC supervisor, right? So that's one of those great big loopholes you can drive a truck through. A hospital or hospital system, including any clinic, division, or department within a hospital or hospital system, or any provider approved or endorsed by one of these types of providers. So we're using that word type. These are types of providers, right? So a provider is an orange. We're looking at the types of oranges, right? So provider, we're looking at the types of providers. That's what BHEC LPC and LMFT are telling us, we want you to get 50% of your CEs from these types of providers. Now, here's where I think kind of the big problem is. We don't know that. As providers, we don't know, oh my gosh, Texas said we were the type of provider that meets the 50% rule. Well, Companies like PESI or CEs for Less or, you know, all of those folks out there all over the country, they don't know necessarily whether they are this designated type or not. So they may not make the extra effort when you take their course to say, hey, Joanne, yeah, we're going to meet that 50% designated rule that LPC and LMFT just put into effect in your state. So just want you to know that. 
they may not do that. So it's back to us, again, where there is no rule, we have to develop best practices. So what are some best practices you can start to develop so that you know your CEs are coming from the type of provider that will fall under this 50% rule? Well, I always tell people, look at the title, right? Look at the title of the organization. Does the organization have the word international in it? National. Think about NCE, NBCC, right? That has that N stands for national. So I have my NBCC certification. I'm an approved provider for online courses for NBCC. So even if I wasn't a supervisor, my online courses would meet this criteria if we are saying the word national makes me one of the 50%, which I'm going to own this. This is my opinion. I think it does, right? Because again, we're looking at this as if we work for the LPC board or we work for BHAC. Remember, they're learning as we go as well, right? They're learning. And believe me, by now, they probably have a great big list of places that have the word national in it right? or international or regional or something like that. So you want to see if it has the state name in it. You want to see if it's a mental, medical or behavioral health professional. So Texas Counseling Association, TAMFT, ACA, right? Look for these national organizations. That's really the one that I've seen come up in conversation, right? How do we know if PESI is one of the providers that meet the 50% criteria? Well, I don't know because I personally don't know what their acronym stands for. I don't know what P-E-S-I means. So that's something I think you could contact them or any provider that you're going to go get a CE from. And it sounds like super interesting and you really want to take it. And it's going to really add to your practice and your livelihood. But you're just not convinced that it could meet the 50% rule. Or I don't know. I think of it this way. I'm going to go get whatever CE that I want. I'm going to make sure that they're wonderful quality CEs. And then at the end, if I look and I see that the ratio is off, then I'll start looking for those organizations that provide what I need. But I'm going to start with quality first. I'm going to start with what's going to meet my needs as a provider. I mean, I'm the professional here, right? I know what I need. I know where I'm missing things in my own continuing education. So I'm going to start with that before I get to the space where I'm trying to meet the criteria for the 50% rule. Now, that means, and I want to speak to your heart just for a second, you procrastinators out there. I love you so much, right? I'm ADD. I've had to develop systems to make sure that I have these things in place. If you're going to wait to the last minute to get your CEs, this might become a bigger issue for you than it really, really needs to be. So if you're going to make that New Year's resolution, I'm going to stop the share. And that resolution is maybe to plan ahead and get things done ahead of time. I mean, we have two years. Our renewal cycle is two years. LPC to get 24 hours, six of which are supervisor CEs. LMFT, 30 CE hours, six of which are supervision CEs. So we have time to get those. You have wonderful conferences, Texas Counseling Association. You've got the TAMFT. You've got ACA. You've got wonderful associations that are national, regional, all the things, right? And then you've got little old me over here who can give you unlimited CEs that meet the criteria. So I think 
If you're just going to get right down to it, if you're planning ahead, you can get some amazing quality CEs, even if they don't meet the 50% rule. And then at the end, if you're needing to get 12 more CEs, look at those wonderful professional organizations out there. All right. So what I tried to cover today is that the italics and the LPC rule both give us a heads up about when these rules go into effect. So even though the rules went into effect in March of 2023, the 50% rule started yesterday. And so anybody audited from here on out would need to have in mind what they would say if their CEs were audited, right? We talked about the idea that these are not approved providers, right? LBC, LMFTB, heck, nobody's in the approving business anymore. These are types of provider that meet the criteria for the 50%. And then the question I really can't answer, which is definitively, how do you know that this place meets the 50% rule? You're going to have to develop some best practices for yourself. And look at the titles, look at your certificate, right? Because that's the proof that you're going to submit to staff if you're audited. Look at that certificate. Maybe even go back to the company that provided you the certificate and say, hey, can you just add here that you are a national provider or a regional provider or you're a religious organization or one of these types of providers so that it's very, very clear when I turn in my CEs that you meet that 50% rule Thank you so much. And I'm sure they'd be happy to do that for you. So I will look for questions. Remember, all you have to do if you're in the Facebook group is tag me and I will be happy to answer those. I'm Dr. Kate Walker. This is the Step It Up training. Have a wonderful day. for listening and you won't want to miss February's free webinar with the amazing Jenny Melrose, blogger, influencer, and she teaches counselors how to optimize their websites so Google can find them. It's happening this month. Go to Kate Walker Training forward slash free webinar. And don't forget for those of you needing it, it's always one free CE credit for you. That's again, Kate Walker Training forward slash free webinar. I'm Dr. Kate Walker. Thank you so much for listening to Texas Counselors Creating Badass Businesses. Thank you to Ridgely Walker for her lovely voiceovers at our introduction. And do me a favor, when you get a second, please like, share, and subscribe, and write us a review. That's really how we get picked up by other RSS feeds and we get this information out to the mental health badasses who need it. Thanks again and keep saving the world with excellent therapy.